0: Welcome to today's episode of a new sub-series of the podcast, Who Belongs? The Othering and Belonging Institute with financial support from the Annie E. Casey Foundation is developing a series of podcasts to capture examples of bridging to belonging. We want a world where everyone belongs. So how do we get there? The answer, bridging. Throughout the series, we will talk to leaders implementing bridging work and individuals who have experienced a bridging transformation. My name is Miriam Magana Lopez, and I will be hosting today's episode. Today, we will be interviewing Angel Mortel and Alina Gonzalez. Angel is a leading organizer with LA Voice, which is a multiracial and multi-faith community organization that awakens people to their own power and trains them to organize together. LA Voice has been implementing the Belong Circles with their partner network, including a Dolores Mission Church. Alina Gonzalez is a high school student that is part of the Dolores Mission Community, who has participated in Belong Circles and is now leading them. Their Belong Circles aim to build community and a true sense of belonging among the young people of the Dolores Mission community. In the last episode, we spoke with Ashlyn malouf Shaw from Pico, California about the design and intention of the Belong Circles. Today, Angel and Alina will both share with us what the Belong Circles have meant to them as organizers and participants. Can you introduce yourself, your work with LA Voice, and how you've utilized the long circles in your work? Sure.
1: Um, so, my name is Angel Mortel, and I'm an organizer with LA Voice. I've been organizing with LA Voice for about three years now, and I'm actively organizing in about three congregations. Um, and one of them is Dolores Mission Church, where Alina is a parishioner. Um, and Belong Circles, you know, uh, previous to LA Voice, I worked in Brazil for many years. And part of my work there was facilitating little uh, conversation circles with folks. And I saw the power of those con- conversation circles to really deeply bond people and community. When PICO introduced Belong Circles um, to the PICO network, I saw a similar great opportunity to bring people together um, to build community. And so that's what we started to do at at Dolores Mission Church.
0: Thank you so much. Alina, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. I know you're a high school student, so can you tell us how old are you and what is your connection to the Dolores Mission Church?
2: So I am 17 years old. I go to Sacred Heart and. I go there because I got a scholarship through Dolores Mission School, and I went to Dolores Mission School all of my elementary and middle school years. For all I can remember, it's been a really part of, like, really big part of my life, and I'm happy for it because it's opened up so many opportunities, like joining the Belong Circle.
0: I know that in addition to being a community member. You're also a um, youth leader of the Belong Circles in your community, in your church community. Can you talk a little bit about your role and your responsibilities?
2: When I was first, I was first asked to be in the Belong Circle by Julia, which was the uh, Jesuit volunteer. And first, uh, before I was a youth leader, I was just a participant in the Belong Circles. And it, uh, I, we had four sessions. And during that time, I was um, basically doing all the uh Completing all the activities and all the encounters and stuff. But now, as a youth leader, uh, we each have different parts. Like, I can do the group agreements, which is basically we tell agreements of uh, the things we understand to be in this belong circle and not out. And all the participants say they agree, or we do encounters, which help us interact with the meaning of belonging. And we do activities that helps the youth get involved with being more comfortable in the belong circle.
0: Angel, when we last spoke, you mentioned that a huge part of your job is to foster relationships with your network partners and that this relationship building component is critical for when communities need to come together to advocate for each other. One of the ways that you're building relationships with within and across congregations is through belong circles. Can you tell us how you introduced the Belong Circle project to Dolores Mission Church? And why are you focused on the youth as opposed to other people in the congregation?
1: So, so when people you know, proposed the idea of Belong Circles, um, of course, all of us organizers were running out and saying, let's do Belong Circles everywhere. And so I ran to Dolores Mission and I said, hey, this is a great opportunity to build community. So, you know, if you were to look at your community, I've talked to, you know, several people in the community that I said, if you were to look at Dolores Mission, um, where are there places in the community where bridging needs to happen in order for the community to come together more strongly as a unified community? And the two areas that kept coming up were um, a bridge between English and Spanish speaking communities, because there's a... Nine o'clock mass—it's just English speakers—and then the other one was youth and older generations, right? So, um, so we did do a belong circle that bridged the English and Spanish-speaking masses, um, but then we also, at the same time, wanted to start um, bridging between youth and older generations. But as I was talking to the youth leaders, the youth, the adult youth ministers in the parish, they were saying, well, first we need to start bridge among the youth before we can start bridging with the older generations, right, in the parish. So that's where we started. Um, uh, Three of the adult um, youth ministers um, and two folks, me and another woman who went through the adult um, belong circle um, together, we worked on inviting youth, to the first uh, Youth Belong Circle. So that's how we brought it in and that's why we chose Youth in that situation.
0: Alina, you briefly mentioned that you were invited by someone to be part of the circle. Can you talk a little bit about how you were connected to this person that then led you to be part of this um, Belong Circle? So, yeah,
2: as I said, I was invited by Julia who suggested volunteer and I was, at the time I was doing confirmation with Dolores Mission Church and she was my uh, leader. And I guess she invited me and my sister. So because we're all like very like uh, playful and we had a lot to say during like the confirmation Mm -hmm. sessions.
0: And uh, so it seems like you got recruited by, you know, taking this confirmation class uh, and being involved in your church community in that way. How were the other youth recruited to be part of this Belong Circle? Were they also part of this class or were they involved in the church in a different way?
2: Yeah, I think some of them were involved in the church in a different way. Uh, I think it was only me my sister got invited from confirmation and then uh, others got invited by um uh, the youth minister and different people involving the church?
1: Personal invitations were central. So, you know, the, the four um adult minister or the three adult ministers, they they thought they made up a list of, of youth that they thought would be interested in this kind of process that would really gain something from the process. And then they individually, they called them up, had a conversation about Belong Circles and did a personal invite. It wasn't like we took a flyer and threw it out to the whole parish and said, if you wanna do this, do it. No, we made personal invitations and that made it a huge difference, I think.
0: I understand that you've moved through a few iterations of the Belong Circles. First, you focused on bridging the youth of the Dolores Mission community. Next, you invited other youth who are not part of the community, but have a connection through a friend or a family member. And I believe that this week, you are facilitating Belong Circles with young people in the Greater LA Voice Network, which includes youth members from other churches and synagogues. It seems like the young people of the Dolores Mission community have become invested in the bridging process. Can you tell us the initial reaction of the young people in the community? and uh, when they were first introduced to bridging and Belong Circles? So I think
1: that when, you know, the first uh, group of, that Alina was a part of the first group of youth that when we started the Belong Circle were a little, I mean, they were invited by trusted adults. Um, and so they were, you know, there to, and they were invested, but they were a little, I mean, I, this is my impression, I'd love to hear Alina's impression, but they were a little like, what is this? What are we gonna be doing here? who are we going to be connecting with here? You know, I'm not sure, you know, so people, you, the young folks came in with a guard, you know, guarded a bit, but I mean, through the process of the activities and the, and the invitations that we offered folks into deeper, deeper conversation, I feel like slowly they started opening up and relaxing much more that when we got to the end of the first round, it's like four sessions is a first round. The youth were like, let's keep doing this. We want to get to know each other more. We, you know, just have started to get to know each other. So we want to go deeper. So then we organized another round with the same group and then another round after that. So in total, that same group did about eight, nine, 9, 10, 11 sessions together. Before then, we said, okay, what's going to happen next? And what they, you know, we we said, what we see is you all are stepping up as leaders in a lot of different ways and you're very comfortable with each other. You know, how about you all leading circles? And that's how that kind of, you know, ended up developing is after many sessions of really deeply connecting and bridging with each other, um, they felt like, you know, as a team, we all had each other's back and could step into unknown territory together.
0: Alina, I'm curious to hear your own personal reaction. And then if you have any reflections about what you were seeing in your peers when you were first introduced to this idea.
2: In the first belong circle, I wasn't like familiar with the idea of belonging or what it means to be a leader or anything like that. But by like going to all the four sessions, uh, it's made me, Understand how important it is to feel belong in your own community, and what can lead to feeling belong and feeling comfortable throughout people you know. And like, I remember the first session. I was sitting in the table. It was the only one we had in person before COVID. The first session was the only one, and it was funny because I I knew everyone that was there, besides one person. But it was like reconnecting again, and. Like, I remember Angel explaining, um, like, what the circle is and what we will talk about. And I remember just saying, like, I don't understand anything because I don't even know what belonging is to myself. And I wasn't, like, saying this out loud. I was just thinking in my head. And, and through, we did an activity, um, like a family calendar or something. And it helped me, like, recognize, like, myself and my family and, like, what I can do and what I can feel like belonging throughout this four sessions. So I think that's really helped. It was really shocking, the first
0: session. I'm curious because you mentioned that you knew some of the people prior to the belong circles. And so I imagine that maybe after you left the sessions, you would like talk to each other and be like, what do you think about that? I, I, can you share if you had those conversations? And I'm curious to, to hear what those conversations were about. Well, the people that I knew have graduated, like, a year before me, so I
2: haven't really seen them that much around, and I was, like, really surprised when I saw who was doing it, so, but I've, like, went to school with them for, like, eight years throughout, and uh, I was, like, oh, my God, I, I didn't think anyone was going to be here, because I didn't know who was invited, and I thought it was going to be more people, but I love just having, like, the five of us youths, it was, it was really comfortable, and... Uh, like, I wasn't uh, really an outspoken person or anything. So uh, by the end of this, I was, like, really shy just to talk to people I already know. And uh, it was just really fun.
0: You've talked about how being part of these belong circles have, has created change within yourself because you were in an uncomfortable position where you were sharing a lot of personal things about yourself, and then also hearing personal things about other people. And through that uh, process, you've learned to acknowledge similarities and differences and begin to see each other as part of something bigger. I wonder if you can share what your relationship was with these people now that, you know, it has been deeply personal. It has been a process that has happened for a while now. How do you see yourself within this group of people that you've shared this experience with?
2: So um, throughout these uh, belong circles and different ones, uh, you know, um, the first time we became leaders, uh, we had other people invite others. And we've had a couple belong circles since. And I think um, seeing like these new people, I have really connected with them. And, um, something that's different than any other group also is that, um, I get to connect with these people on like a personal level and, uh, something that you don't really get to in other circles is like have a connection as strong as you have in this one. Um, I think, um, like, uh, we kind of like, um, like we get out of our comfort zone and I think that's helping us connect with each other and, uh. I've seen myself grown with all these people and become like very strong like friends. And um, I feel like I can tell Angel or anyone in the blonde circle, anything about me now. And I feel like they can help me and lead me and help me with different kinds of things that I need. And it's really important to see that in yourself and see how that can also affect other people's because like someone needs help or um, sees like struggles in themselves. Um, being in this circle can help you feel connected, can help you talk to someone if you need to, and can help you more get in a comfortable position with yourself. You don't see like how worthy or, um, how you don't see any self-worth in your community. So I think it's important for that.
0: I wonder if you can think of a time or an instance in the belong circles when maybe you were listening to someone else speak. And then you feeling like, wow, we have a similar experience or wow, our experience is so different. And what that has done for you and your thinking and your own personal growth.
2: One thing I guess can be is when um so we have a couple of like uh Leola kids in our belong circle and you know, it's not guys school and I go to not girls school. So I think it's like one thing, like hearing some stories, like um, explain like it's two completely different things and like, oh, it's kind of like all the same, similar, because like um, we all connect in, as a family through our schools, but don't really. And I think um, hearing about the uh, their stories and um, how they connected with themselves at their schools can like... Help me, I guess, relate, because I've, I've gone to um, uh, an all-girls school, and it's like, I, I have not talked to anyone from my school in, like, over a year, and I think being in this long circle has helped me um, talk to someone and uh, talk to these girls and make friends, because, you know, because of COVID, I wasn't actually able to go outside or be in any in-person meetings, and this is one thing that I look forward to every week or every session.
1: An interesting thing that happened actually just related to what Alina was saying is that a lot of the kids in the belong circles, they're, they're, they have ended up in like Loyola High School or Sacred Heart that are kind of schools that are out of their neighborhood, like in different places. You know, the, the folks that go to those schools are generally of a different economic class, right? And interestingly, I had the same experience um, as a teenager. Um, I grew up in public schools and then went to a private school for my high school time. And so I found that as we were sharing in our belong circles, that was a challenge, like that experience of going from, you know, your local um, school, public school, or even school that's based in your community to a kind of a upper class, middle school, elite, or not middle school, high school, elite high school, like Loyola High School is one of, very elite high school in Los Angeles. And that experience of um, going, you know, into another world and sharing that in the belong circle was really interesting because as a, you know, I'm much older than all of them, but have had a very similar experience and we connected on that uh, experience. So I thought that was an interesting moment.
0: Angel, you talked about training young people to facilitate these circles after you've you've done about 11 sessions and and you all felt really comfortable with each other. And and it seemed like then it was time for um, the circle to expand and to grow. Can you talk a little bit about how you've facilitated those trainings and what the intention behind the trainings were?
1: So, so the, the idea of the youth facilitating the long circles was a happy surprise. It wasn't something that when we went into it was the intention, but as we saw, like I said, as we saw their own leadership skills develop their own self-confidence develop over the process where, you know, the adults, the adult facilitators were like, wow, well, this is a great opportunity for the the young people to step into this facilitation process. Right. So we, um, the way we did it was we shadowed, um, the youth. So a, an adult, uh, facilitator or adult leader, um, paired up with a youth leader and, um, together they planned, um, each of the sessions and then facilitated each of the sessions. So there was a, mentor kind of support, adult support um, role that was happening, a, a relationship, mentor um, um, youth relationship going on. And that, so then the, the student or the youth like Alina um, was, were able to both plan and also facilitate um, sessions together or facilitate sessions, right? So the planning a lot of times has happened in a large group of us, but um, the actual facilitation has happened in pairs. Well, at first what's happening in pairs. And then as we went through, uh, you know, several other belongs, as we're moving through like uh, kind of phases of the belong circle, um, eventually the, the, Adults have stepped back more from the facilitation and have had the youth facilitating, facilitating the the big chunks of the belong circle. Like we, there's a part of the belong circle kind of template that's the encounter, which is the center center theme of the um, the particular session, and now the youth are the ones that are both helping to plan but also lead those uh, encounter sections in the, in the sessions. Um, And so the, the actual, the, the training or whatever, the preparation for that has just been um, mentoring, but, and coaching, but also um, just, you know, throwing folks into it, you know, um, and getting the practice of facilitating
0: Alina, have you had a chance to facilitate a whole belong circle or part of a long circle? And can you talk a little bit about that experience?
2: Yes. So the first time I actually facilitated a prep meeting, so it was a meeting that we all prep for the belong circle. And that was like the first moment I felt so proud of myself after because it was like a huge compliment. Like I was, I didn't know what to do, but I, as I went through the whole meeting, I like found myself connecting well and, uh, saying all the right things we each do different parts of the long circle so like all the youths have done a big part and it's like switches each time each session and this upcoming week I have like a lot of um, things that I'm going to be doing because we're focusing on the youth being leaders um, this time especially so I'm going to be facilitating most of the meeting um, for this the new sessions coming up.
0: Can you tell me more about that? What are you going to be taking leadership over for the the Belong Circles that is expanding to include people from other churches and other synagogues?
1: Well, uh, like, I'm
2: going to be helping with, like, the meaning of Belong Circles and um, finding the purpose, uh, the welcoming to and um, a lot of like activities to do with connecting all because I feel like one of the most important things to feeling belong in your own community or with people is finding like a worth and having fun in yourself and seeing how those things can connect and I think like icebreakers and activities are a great way to show that and connect well and be out of your comfort zone.
1: All of our our sessions follow kind of a template. We start with a grounding, a welcoming, and then a grounding, and an icebreaker, um, introductions, uh, and introductions and group agreements. And then we go into the meat of it, which is the encounter. And then we um, end with an invitation to action. So when Alina is talking about they switch off parts, Each, each youth will take a different section depending on the week. Right. When we're, we're planning it out, people say what they feel like moved to, to facilitate in that next session.
0: Angel, you've been working with young people on the Belong Circle movement for quite some time. Can you tell me what changes you are seeing in the young people who are participating in the circles?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, it's beautiful. I mean, Alina is a perfect example. So like I said, when she started... And she will even admit it when she gives her testimony about how belong circles have impacted her. Um, She, you know, when she first came into the first belong circle, she was very shy, timid, didn't have a lot to say or contribute. Um, But slowly, I mean, over the course of this like year and a half, I mean, right now, like Alina said, she's gonna be next week, she's gonna be the one leading you know, the belong circles, which a year and a half ago, you know, when she started, if you would have asked me, you know, do I see Alina leading a belong circle? I might have said, I don't know. I I would have said, yeah, I believe it's in her. Um, But now I'm absolutely positive that she's going to be an awesome, I mean, she has been so far, but she's going to make a, she's going to be a main leader in the belong circle coming up, so.
0: Alina, what have belong circles meant to you and what changes have you seen in yourself? Uh, Belong
2: circles have like meant everything to me. From start,
0: I, like I said, I
2: didn't really understand the meaning of belonging, but I know that I was connecting with people, which was very important to me. And yes, I have seen like a dramatic change to me uh, from, like, start to now, I am, like, a leader, and I'm very proud of myself for that. Like, I, I, I was very introverted when we first started, and I couldn't lead or talk or answer any questions like, like this. And by, like, slowly learning more about the meaning of belonging and connecting with each other, I have found myself being able to lead and facilitate all these meetings. And it just makes me so happy because now I have the self-confidence to do it. And I hope I can make other people have self-confidence in the long and feeling belong.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. It sounds like one of the ways that changes are showing up is in the way that young people are seeing themselves as more confident and as leaders. Um, Angel, I wonder if there's any other changes that you've seen in other people. So maybe for some people it is Stepping up and taking leadership, but, but maybe that change looks differently for other participants. Sure, I, I
1: also think there's a sense. I mean, not just in the youth, but but it, and I've seen it shown shown up and show up in the youth's belong circles. But there's a sense that we're part of a larger community and a larger society, right? That we do, you know, part of belonging is having the sense that we are. Connected to this larger society, this larger community, and that we have a responsibility to each other. Right? When you enter into a relationship of care, um, uh, for the your neighbor, for the other, you know who's very different than you, then there's a sense that wow, I need to, I have a responsibility to, to the rest of my community, and I see that showing up in the youth, um, and I see that showing up with other participants and belong circles at once you know, um, they see that, I, that, that connection to another person and realize that, you know, being in relationship to that other person is also a responsibility um, that, um, you know, that requires often action. Um, then I feel like people are moved to take that action.
0: Thank you so much for sharing about the outcomes. It sounds like a lot of positive things are coming out of the belong circles in your community. Alina, I want to talk to you a little bit more about what you said about feeling more confident and how you said in the beginning you were shy and maybe not as confident, you know, stepping into a leadership role. And it seems like these belong circles have allowed you to um, find your own belonging in your community, which has allowed you to feel more confident and and have leadership skills to now facilitate these circles yourself. I wonder if you can point point. think about the curriculum of the belong circles and all the steps that each of the sessions had and like the different activities that you did. Is there a particular part or section that you can point to that made you have this transition or maybe it was a slower transition throughout the sessions? I I guess my question is I want you to reflect on the curriculum and and what it was about it that has made you see this change in yourself.
2: I think about being out of my comfort zone. I think it has really helped with showing seeing myself as a learner now and like sustaining actions that influences the thoughts of my behavior to others. So I think it's like mindful to learn and hear about what others have to say and what your others what yourself has to say so i think if you like put those things together it can like uh be like a very supported claim and like i think accepting criticism from others as you lead to is very important because it helps you get better and it helps you like feel more confident in when you actually do facility or lead things that can make you more stronger and well I've seen myself get more stronger than from when I started a year ago because I've been helped and all, all the people in the belong circle, like all everyone, like Angel, she's helped me so much, girl, as a person and girl. And by doing that, she's like criticized my work and like, make me like speak louder and like answer these questions and like called me out. And I think that's so important because it's helped me get out of my comfort zone and, feel more connected with all these people and I love it.
0: Thank you so much for sharing that. You mentioned that being in an uncomfortable position has sort of forced you to reflect and, and rethink and have the way that you do things. Can you talk a little bit about what made you uncomfortable or what made it an uncomfortable experience at first?
2: Well, at first it was like, by like answering the questions out loud, and doing that and like it makes it's different the long circles are makes it different than other circles or other groups that I've been in because they like call you out and for answering these questions and things and it like I actually get to answer and I, I'm not wrong in anything I say like all the things I answer to I'm not wrong and they just if I they see something like that's like uh that I need help with or anything they'll help me with it. And that's important because it's different than any other group that I've ever been in. I remember this one time we talked about um, like community and what other people s- see me in this community because I I live in Boyle Heights and I've lived in Boyle Heights you know, all my life. I, I live in People Gardens, which is like this, um, basically like the projects and it's really hard. You know, I, I remember walking home from school so many times and there would be tourists like literally next to my house because of the past that's happened in there. And I think it was like kind of hard talking about it because I would just be like, well, people just like see us like, just like as a bad thing. And I think by helping this community, we can change that. And a lot of people have helped and I think it's helping this community stay alive. And because everyone in this community, what I've seen is a family and we're all just together. And I think um, the long circle's, can help that and making people in the community feel like
0: belonging belong together and thank you so much for sharing that and you know to our listeners the questions that are being asked in the belong circles are meant for people to have the opportunity to share their whole selves who they are where they come from and hear and listen to other people who are also come from maybe similar or different backgrounds so that we begin to create a shared identity and a shared understanding of who we are as humans. Uh, And I appreciate Lena, you sharing that example. Um, Angel, did you wanna add anything?
1: So I was just gonna say kind of the flow of the four sessions um, answer four questions. Who am I in the first session? Who are we? in the second in the second session what how are we different in the third and then and and how are we different and who do we want to become together and then the fourth is how are we going to do that
0: i'm curious to ask what have you been able to do as a group that might have not been possible without the belong circles
2: i think like finding the meaning of belonging because uh in the first belong circle in our session we found we each found a belong belonging meaning um each of us and then we like decided to put one together at the end of it and um so I think like building a sense of belonging is about being inclusive and sensitive to those people who feel out and bellowing and also celebrating the good in others and uh feeling confident about yourself and connecting with others is like a very, uh, way to just overall enjoy and be happy in your community.
0: Angel, I'm curious to hear what you're seeing as, you know, you've been an organizer, so you've been working with different community groups. And I wonder if you can talk a little bit about how, uh, the belong circles have maybe facilitated change or, um, change the possibilities that the group can do together after they've taken time to really get to know each other.
1: Yeah, so I was just pulling kind of building on what Alina said, that building that sense of belonging and community is like an important step before you start moving into action in organizing. So, you know, um, the key place to start in organizing is um, just building those relationships, right? Because um, you can't move as... uh, and align around a shared purpose until you're like in relationship with each other. Right. That's a basic of the kind of organizing we do with Pico's relation, relational organizing. Right. So the long circles have facilitated that those relationships, but also that sense of community and that sense of like, who are we together? Um, and, and who do we want to be together? Right. And, and, how important is this to us that we will, you know, what kind of action will we take together to, to maintain this identity as this community that cares for each other? Right. So, um, but until you get, I mean, that's a point that's like the ideal, but you've got, there's a lot of steps before you can get to that point. And those steps involve like really, you um, opening up to each other and vulnerable conversations that, you know, cause there's so much division right now. And until you like take the time to encounter each other, um, across these divisions, um, you know, it'll be, yeah, that that'll take a long time until you do that, take that first step of coming together. Um, then you can start working towards what's our shared vision.
0: From what I'm hearing from others, bridging work can be quite difficult. It's not always linear and sometimes emotional. Can you share any lessons that you've learned through this process that could help others who are committed to bridging?
2: I think a lesson that I've learned is having power and strength in yourself can help you lead to being feeling belong in your circle and yourself, which can lead to being more confident, being uh, improving yourself overall, and I guess maturing in the way you see and treat people. So I think, yes, strength and power has a lot to do with feeling the
0: Thank you, Alina, for sharing what, as an individual, you sort of have to commit when doing this type of work. Angel, I'm curious for you, to ask you, um, you know, what are some lessons organizing these belong circles and what are people, you know, listeners who might be interested in facilitating this in their own community, what are some lessons that you have to share with them?
1: So one thing that we, we implemented that I think was really important is starting every circle with a group agreements So conscious relationship agreements, like this is how we're going to be in this next hour and a half. These are the agreements we have as as far as like how we're going to contribute, how we're going to listen, how we're going to be open, right? So setting those at the beginning of the circle and then reminding folks over the course of the sessions, these are the agreements that we made. It's really important just for the group dynamics. Um, Second thing. I would say, um, and I said this before, like the personal invitations are really important to, to that intentionality in building the circle is, is really important. So personal invitations is key. Your follow-up has to be strong. So at the end of the four sessions, we all did, like the team broke up and did one-to-ones with the participants to say, to ask them, you know, how are you feeling? What do you feel like the next step could be? Are you interested in continuing? So there was a whole process for us at the end of the belong session to do kind of a mini debrief with each of the participants, but also to like ask, you know, what's next for us? Is there anything next? I mean, and being open to the possibility that people didn't want to continue.
0: What is the future that you envision at the Dolores Mission Church and beyond? A future that I envision is seeing more people like
2: me um, gain self-confidence and be a leader. Like I would love to see many more youth or young teenagers or young adults um, being more confident and feel belonging. Like I would like to see more introverted people that I was in the beginning and um, showing girls themselves by um, going to belong circles and going to different groups at their church and feeling connected overall.
1: And building on that, I would say I'd love to see those same youth that Alina is talking about, start organizing the larger community at Dolores Mission and be the leaders of that organizing um, at Dolores Mission.
0: was Angel Mortel and Alina Gonzalez thank you so much for your time and to our listeners please check out our other podcasts where we discuss belonging and bridging in more detail for more resources and curriculums on belonging and bridging please go to belonging.berkeley.edu slash b4b that is slash letter b number four letter b until next time